Kiddushin Daf Kaftet, we were last discussing the difference of transactions between a person and Hekdesh and a person and his friend with Hekdesh. It's all about the transfer of money with a person. It all depends on the transfer of the actual item. There has to be some sort of Meshicha, Hazaka. And with that, we're going to start Kaftet Amud Aleph, 12 lines in by the Mishnah. And the Mishnah starts, Kol mitzvot ben ala'av, all the mitzvot of the son and the father, anashim hayavim v'nashim peturot, men are obligated, women are not. V'chol mitzvot av al ha'ben, any mitzvot of the father and the son, ehad anashim v'had nashim hayavin, men and women are obligated to do. And the Gemara is going to explain what exactly those words mean. V'chol mitzvat aseh she'azman gerama, any positive mitzvah, any mitzvah that you're supposed to do, let's take an example, a shofar and lulav, that they're all dependent on time, on the first day of uh, of the year, below the shofar, on the 15th day of Tishri, you have to shake the lulav, that's a positive mitzvah having to do with time, and nashim hayavin, men are obligated to do it, the nashim peturot, women are not. V'chol mitzvot aseh she'lo azman gerama, any positive mitzvah that has nothing to do with time, like put up a mezuzah. You have to put up a mezuzah, and doesn't, it doesn't make a difference when, you just have to do it. Then, Ehad ha'anashim ve'ehad ha'anashim ha'avin, both men and women are obligated. Bechol mitzvah lo any negative mitzvah, meaning a mitzvah that says don't do something, ben shazman gerama, what has to do with time, like eating hametz on Pesach, ben shazman gerama, or has nothing to do with time, like uh, eating blood, fat, all that stuff. Men and women are obligated to do. Chutz, except me, bal takif, of shaving around the temple, meaning right above the ear, going around the head. Ubal tashchid, shaving the beard. Ubal titamala metim, or a kohen not being able to be tameh to that people, that uh, all this uh, women are allowed to do. So a kohen is allowed to go into a cemetery. Um, a woman is allowed to shave uh, facial hair. And the Gemara starts. First things first, my call mitzvot ben alav. What does that mean? All the mitzvot of the of the son uh, on the father. If you want to say call mitzvot have beralim If you want to say it means all the mitzvot that a son has to do for the father, nashim peturot. How can you say women are exempt? We know the pasuk says ishimo v'aviv tirau ish and the ela ish. I understand that a man has to fear his parents. Ishamin, I don't know that a woman is obligated to fear her parents. Kshawomer ishimo v'aviv tirau tirau is is in plural, meaning two people, meaning harekan shnayim, men and women. So you see, women are also obligated in honoring and 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 respecting their parents. So Amarav Yudal hachikamar. This is what the Mishnah means. Kol mitzvot haben all the mitzvot of the son. Hamutalot ala avla asot libno that that are placed on the father to do for his son. Anashim hayavim and anashim peturot. Men are obligated, women are not. So the father is obligated, the mother is not. And tenina lehad etanu rabbanan. We have a brayta to explain this mishnah. Av hayav libno a father and not mother is obligated to do for his son the following mitzvot. Number one, lemulo. To do brit milah for his son, v'liftoto to redeem him, lelamdo Torah to teach him Torah, l'asio isha to get him married, lelamdo umanu to teach him a profession, a way to make money. V'yesh omrim aflashito b'maim, and some say even to teach him how to swim. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, kol shenom elamidet b'eno umanut. Anyone who doesn't teach a son how to a profession, a way to make money, lelamdo lishtot is teaching him stealing. What do you mean? Is he actually teaching him to steal? 
So the Gemara explains, No, it's as if he's teaching him how to steal. Why? Because if he doesn't know how to make money, he's going to end up stealing. Now, Lemulo, uh, father has to do, do Brimila for his son. Menalan, how do I know? Abraham did Brimila for his son, the way Hashem commanded him to. So you see, Abraham was commanded to do Brimila for his son. And where the, if the father is not there to do Brimila for his son, the Betin is Hayav. We have a mitzvah that all the all the males in, in that are Jewish have to have a brit milah, and that's going on betin. That's why it says lachem. If the betin is not available for that, a person has, is obligated to bring milah for himself. If the arel doesn't do bring milah for himself, then he gets karet. So now, how do I know that a woman is not not hayav to do bring milah for her son? It says, Hashem commanded him, meaning Abraham, Hashem commanded him and not her. So, okay, okay, we understand that was in the generation of Abraham. I get it. Abraham, yes, Sarah, no. I don't know for future generations. So the Gemara explains, Tana de Berbi Shmael, Bevbreita, it says, Komakom Shine Marat Sav, Eno Ela Zeruz, Miyad Uldorot. Whenever we have the word Sav, a commandment, it has to be done swiftly, it has to be done right away, and it has to be done forever. Dorot. Zeruz, how do we know you have to rush? Tichtiv, Vetsavit Yeshua, Vehazekeo, Vehametseo. Command Yeshua and strengthen him and, and push him to do it. Miyadodorot, how do I know it has to be done right away and for future generations? Dechtiv min hayom asher tziva Hashem vahal aladotachem min hayom means today and hala meaning for future generations, going forth to future generations. Next, we learned in the Brayta Liftoto, the father has to redeem his son who's a bechor. Menalan, how do we know? Dechtiv kol bechor banechat ifde. All the bechorim, all the firstborn sons, you have to uh, redeem. If a person's father didn't uh, redeem him, then he has to redeem himself. And the double language, tifde, could be read as tipade. Bottom line is, it sounds like a person has to redeem himself. How do we know mommy doesn't have to redeem her son? Tifde. It says, if there the father redeems, you can read it, Tipa de, you shall redeem. Call Shemitsuve Liftot, that's more anyone who has a mitzvah to redeem himself, meaning males. Mitsuve Liftot et Aharim, then he has a mitzvah to redeem others, meaning his son. Because no Mitsuve Liftot, that's someone who uh, does not have a mitzvah to redeem himself, meaning a woman, if she was a Bechora, she wouldn't be able to redeem herself. He has no commandment to redeem other people. Therefore, a woman is patur, she's exempt from redeeming her son. So how do we know that a woman doesn't have to redeem herself? It says, you could read it, meaning, anyone who others, meaning his father, has to redeem him. Then he has a mitzvah, he has a mitzvah to redeem himself. And if, uh, no one is commanded to redeem him, like by a woman. Then he doesn't have to redeem himself. So a woman, no one has to redeem her if she's a bechora, and therefore she doesn't redeem her son. How do we know that no one has to redeem her if she's a bechora? That says that the father has to redeem the, the firstborn of the sons. Banecha velo benotecha, not the daughters. Tana Rabanan. So we have a brayta. 
who lifdot or beno lifdoto. Let's say a person has uh, has uh, mitzvah. Uh, he has uh, he needs to redeem himself and he needs to redeem his son. Who kodem libno? Tanakama says he goes first. So he spends the money on uh, on himself first, then he pays the coin for his son. He has to redeem his son first. Why? Because the, the father right now, the real mitzvah for him to be redeemed was on his father, the grandfather, and this baby is on the father holding the money. So therefore, he has to redeem his son first because that mitzvah is on him, and then later take care of yourself. Now, Amar Birmiya, Birmiya explains, Hakol Modim, everyone agrees that Kol the father only has five selaim, five dollars, whatever the coins are in his pocket, he has to redeem himself first, my tama. Why? Because mitzvah de gufe adifa. Because the mitzvah of a person's own body is more important than the mitzvah that he does to someone else. There's a famous Tosfot Hachme Anglia over here. They learn it from the Pasuk You have to let your brother live with you, meaning you, your life comes before your friend's life, meaning therefore the mitzvot on you go before your friend's mitzvot. Keep lige. Where's the machloket? The father has five dollars by someone. Someone owes him five selaim, and he also have, he has five selaim in his pocket. Rabbi Yehuda held that milvad ichtiv b'Torah, an obligation that someone has to pay from the Torah, like over here, Pidyon Ben, he owes the coin five v'selaim, kichtuba b'shtar damya. It's as if it's written in a contract, and therefore, behane hamesh parik libre, the five that he has in his pocket, he, uh, he could redeem his son. And the coin can now go to the person who owes the father money and take that money and uh, that will count for the redemption of the father. Now that's the way Rashi explains it and he says there's no deception, there's no honor when doing it that way because the person is legitimately honest. He has a mitzvah to redeem his son first and then redeem himself and therefore all that was legal. It's not on ah. Tosfot doesn't like that. Therefore he explains in the name of Ri that the grandfather, the father's father, he, he lent someone money to, and he said that it's going to be the money that's going to go to uh, his son's pidyon. It's an apotiki. Apotiki means uh, that whoever is going to extract payments can extract payment from here for the pidyon of his son. So, number one, the father made an apotiki. Number two, an obligation that's written in the Torah. It's as if it's on a contract. So therefore, it's a very strong case, and the Kohen could pull it out. Now that's Rabbi Yehuda, and Rabbanan, Rabbanan hold, Milvad ikhtiv ve'oraita, lav kichtuva b'shtar damya. They held, an obligation that you have to give from the Torah, is not as if it's written in a contract, and therefore, ve'helkach mitzvah de'gufe adif. Therefore, the mitzvah of redeeming himself goes first before his son. Tanur Rabbanan. If a person has two mitzvot ahead of him, he has a choice of either doing Pidyon Aben for his son or to go up to the Beit HaMikdash for the holiday. Let's say he wants to go up for Sukkot. Which one should he do or which one should he do first? So according to Tanakama, Podet Beno V'Hakach Olel HaRegel, first he does the Pidyon Aben and then he goes up to the Beit HaMikdash. 
And Rabbi Yehuda Omer Ole la regel Vehakach podet beno He first uh, go up to the To the regel He first go up to the Beit HaMikdash Because Shezom mitzvah overet Because Sukkot is going to pass And what's going to pass Vezom mitzvah she'ena overet And Pidyon uh, ben is something That's not going to pass You could do it in a, in a couple of weeks also so Bishlama the Rabbi Huda, I understand according to Rabbi Huda Kedeka Matamalaki explained Ela Rabbanan Matamai. What's Rabbanan's reason that first he does Pidyon Ben and then he goes up to the Regal? And the Gemara explains Rabbanan's reason is the Amar It's just simple a pasuk, meaning only this mitzvah because if there's a drasha in the pasuk. The pasuk says Kol bechor banechatif. They first do Pidyon bechor v'hadar lo yiraof anarekam, and then it says. Uh, you have to come to the Beit Hamikdash. Don't come empty-handed. Meaning, first do pidyon ben, and then uh, come to the Beit Hamikdash. So it's exactly katuv. And Tanura Banan minayin hayu lo hamisha banim hamesh nashim. How do we know if someone has five uh, boys from five different uh, uh, women? They're each one's a bechor to his mother. Shehayav difdot kulani has to do pidyon ben for each one of them. Talmud lomak kol bechor banechatif de. You have to do a pidyon for every single boy. Now, Pshita, obviously, the Torah mentioned peterechem, which means the opening of the womb. So if there's five wives and each boy opened the womb, then okay, he has to do this five times. So the Gemara explains, well, I would have thought, let's learn from inheritance. Where over there goes by the father, over there goes by the uh, by the father, whichever was the first bechor of the father. Afkan say the same thing by pidyon ben reshit ono the uh, the first of the father. Kamash malan. That's why the pasuk at the say called bechor that it goes after the mother, the one that comes out uh, first from the womb. Next, we learned in the Braita that a father has to teach a son Torah that the Torah. Menalan, how do we know? Because the Pasuk says, You have to teach your children. You have to teach your sons. If a person's father didn't teach him, a person has to get himself taught. He has to hire a teacher to teach him. It says, You have to learn. You have to learn the Torah and you have to keep them. You have to do them. It's what? So now, how do we know that the mother doesn't have to teach her son Torah? It says, you have to teach your sons. And it also says, meaning you could also learn as you have to learn yourself. Meaning, the drasha the is, anyone who has a commandment to learn Torah by himself, he has a mitzvah to teach his son. Anyone who does not have the mitzvah to learn, like a woman, she doesn't have the mitzvah to learn Torah, she has no mitzvah to teach her son Torah. So how do we know a woman does not have to uh, teach herself Torah? And it says vilimatem to teach, and you could read it ulmatem. You have to learn. Anyone who has a mitzvah to be taught, the father has to teach them Torah, meaning the boy, has a mitzvah to teach himself. And anyone who other people, meaning a father, does not have to teach, like the girl, there is no mitzvah for him to teach himself. Okay, we not chain a high mitzvah in Lameda. So how do we know that there's a mitzvah, that nobody has a mitzvah to teach this uh, woman Torah? The Amar Kera, because the pasuk says, "Ve'limatem otamet benechem." You have to teach your sons, ve'lo benotechem and not your daughters. Next, 
If a person has not learned Torah and his son has not learned Torah, who goes first? Tanakama explains who the father goes before the son and the son should go get a job. Depends. Rebuda says, look, depends. If the son is a very, very smart boy, he's very capable and he learns well and he's able to retain what he learns, then okay, then the son goes first. And uh, the Gemara brings a story. He's the son of Ravaha. His father sent him in front of Abaye. So Ravaha sent Rabbi Yaakov to learn by Abaye. When finally uh, Rabbi Yaakov came back from vacation, his father saw that he wasn't as smart, he didn't have it as sharp as he would like. So Amar Les, father told him, "Anna, if I'm probably smarter than you." Two at Ezil Anna, you sit over here. I'll go learn Torah. So Shama Abaye deka Avate. So Abaye heard that Ravaha was coming. Avah Homazik Bera Banan de Abaye. There was a demon. There was a shed. There was some sort of mazik in the bit midrash of Abaye. Dechi Havu Aile Bitren Afilu Bimama Havu Mitazke. When two people would go in, even during the day. They would get hurt. Usually, uh, the mazikim they don't damage when there's two people, and they don't damage during the day. But this was uh, something, uh, something very big. So Amar lehu, Abayah told his students, "Lo letiv leinash uushpiza." Nobody let him give him a place to stay. I want him to sleep in the bit midrash. If shadimitrahesh nisa, maybe there'll be some sort of miracle. So Al Bat Behu Berabanan. So went and he slept in the Bet Midrash and the demon came to him. It looked like this monster, this dragon or something with seven heads. And call Kiriadakharan every time Ravaha bent down in his tefillah, Natar Hadresh. One of the heads fell down until uh, all the heads fell down and the uh, Mazik died. The next day, if a miracle didn't happen, you would have put me in danger. Meaning that wasn't uh, nice what you did to me, putting me in a situation where if uh, a miracle didn't happen, uh, it would have been dangerous. There's a famous marshal over here, very good to look into uh, the, the explanation of this piece. And why would Abaye do such a thing? Tanu Rabbanan. If a person has two mitzvot, either get married first or learn Torah first, he should learn Torah, then get married. If he can't live without a wife, then he should get married and then learn Torah. And Amar Shumuel, the halacha is, if he should first get married, then learn Torah. Rabbi Yohanan, Rabbi Yohanan doesn't understand. He, a person has a mill on his uh, on his neck, meaning he has to worry about uh, the panasah of a family, he has to feed a family, and you want him to learn Torah. How does that make sense? Opposite, he should learn Torah first. And the Gemara explains, 
there's they're not they're not arguing Rabbi Hanan Shmuel. Halan v'halim. One's talking to the people of Babel, and one's talking to the people of Eretz Yisrael. Now, what exactly does that mean? So Rashi explains that when Shmuel said that a person should get married, then learn Torah. That's talking to the people of Babel. They get married and then they go far away and they learn uh, in Eretz Israel and they're not at home and they don't have to take care of what's going on at home. They should get married first. This way their wife saves them from all the Hirhurim and then they go to Eretz Israel and learn Torah. And when Rabbi Hanad said uh, first uh, learn Torah and, and get married, that's talking about Eretz Israel where people learn close to home, and when they learn close to home, they have to worry about the panasa of the house, and then they're never going to really learn Torah. So that's Rashi's way of explaining the sugya. Tosfot explains the exact opposite. When Rabbi Yohanan said, first learn Torah and get married, that's talking according to the people of Babel, they can't just leave their wives and run away and go learn Torah. And that's why he'd rather them learn Torah than get married. And when Shmuel said he, a person should get married first, he's talking to the people of Eretz Israel. They could learn their place, they, they had money, they didn't have to work hard for their food, and therefore it's easier for them to get married and then learn Torah betahara. This is a very interesting sugya, very kid to look into. Um, but let's continue. So Mishtabeh le Rav Hasda le Rav Huna Rav Hamnuna. Rav Hasda... He, he told Rav Huna great things about Rav Hamnuna, the Adam Gadol. Who is a great, he's an Adam Gadol. He's a great man. So Amalek, Shavolat Chavi Avliadi. So Rav Huna told Rav Hasda, listen, when Rav Hamnuna comes, bring him over. So Kiata, when Rav Hamnuna came, Chazed Delo Paris Sudara. Rav Huna saw that he didn't have that hat that the married people used to wear. So Amalek, Rav Huna told him, my time, Delo Paris Sudara. Why don't you have that hat on? Amalek, so Rav Hamnuna said, Delo Nesibda, and get married. Adrinu la pe mine. Ravuna turned his face from Ravuna and Amar le, and he told them, "Hazid de lo hazit lehu la pay." Adrinu said, "Look, I'm not looking at your face, and you're not going to look at my face until you get married." Why, Ravuna la tame? Because Ravuna has a shita. The Amar he held ben asim shana velona saisha. If a person's twenty years old and he didn't get married, call yamav ba'avera. All his life he'll be in ba'avera. The Gemara doesn't understand ba'avera. Salkalatachon. He's going to be sitting all his life. Ela ema. Now, what do we mean? Kol yamav behir hure avera. He's going to be thinking of doing averot all of his life. And Amar Abba vechentana debir bishmarel adesim shana until a person's twenty years old. Yosheva kosh baruchum zapel adam mataisa isha. Hashem is sitting there waiting. When this person going to get married? Kevan shegiya adesim v'lo nasa. Once he reaches the age of twenty, didn't get married. Omer tipah hazmotav. Hashem says his bones should blow up. And Amar of Hasda, hi dad, if I have right, the reason I'm more or sharp than my friends, then Nasibna Beshitsar, because I got married at 16. We have Nasibna Bar Besar, and if, if I would have gotten married at 14, like the Bet Yosef explains, at the age of 13 and one day in my 14th year, then Hava Amina the Satan, Girabe Ainecha. I would have been able to tell the Satan that there should be an arrow in your eye, meaning. He never would have been uh, scared of the Yetzirah because he would have controlled it. He never would have uh, done any Avirot. And while your hand is on your uh, son's neck, meaning while you have control over him, or like Tosfor explains, while you're, you know, while you're hitting him and it works, that's the right time to give Musar, and that time is Mishit Tesar, from 16 to 22. Before that, 
his, his brain is not all there in order to accept Musar, to accept rebuke. After that, uh, you know, he, he's going to just uh, be bitter about it, not going to pay attention anymore. Then some say, Some say it's from 18 to 24. And really, it's Ketanae, it's a Mahlo Ketanaim. The Pasuk says, You have to educate a child based on his path. What is considered Naruto? Some say it's 16 to 22. And one of them said, From 18 to 24. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem Amen, Amen.